Welcome back, wonderful listeners, to the Trey Hand Therapy Center, where we shape minds and change lives with your absolutely wonderful host, Shanna Trahan. You can now purchase the book, 10 Ways to Be a Great Parent, on the TrahanTherapyCenter.com. It's been officially endorsed by a school board president. It's not just for parents, it's for anyone who lives or works with children. Now, on to our show. So I was sitting here thinking about what I wanted to discuss with you today, and I guess it's kind of, I don't know, just the only thing I can talk about right now is what I'm going through, and many of you might be going through, and that is grief. And my grief is a special grief. It's not just grief, also grief with family discord. <laughs> so my grandmother passed away a few days ago and she was 92. And also my grandfather's ex-wife, her son, who's early to mid 50s, He passed away Tuesday as well. One person in Louisiana, one person in California. And so it's kind of crazy, right? Because so my grandmother was in hospice and I got a text saying that, um, let's just call him my uncle. Um, He was on hospice and... um, so I knew my grandma passed away and I said, I'll give it a few days before calling to check on my uncle. I was like, okay, well, he just got out the hospital. He's in hospice. I'll just call in a few days. Well, lo and behold, a few days was literally a few days too late. So the idea that they passed away on the same day and two different states uh, was really, I guess it's been a lot to swallow. And yeah, just really a lot to swallow. So sometimes our lives are filled with some trivial things, sometimes a lot of big things, a lot of little things. And sometimes the load seems like it gets heavy. And so in my case, that's kind of, you know, where I was like, you know, gosh, not anything else right now. And so we've all certainly probably been there at the moment and you recognize, you know, just not any straws to break the camel's back. So initially, you know, I was just thinking about the last time I saw my grandmother and that was a good time. I just saw her for Christmas and it's only January, 2019. So when I saw her for Christmas, uh, she was dealing with some dementia and such. But on that day when I went to her house and I said, and and I said, um, do you know who I am? And so she looked, appeared to be thinking about it. And then she says, oh, you're Shanna. And so I felt good at that moment because, as I said, you know, sometimes she'd be in, she'd be present and sometimes she wouldn't really be present with you. So I just remember that. And that was a beautiful moment. And so we had some moments of coherent conversation. 
And that was really positive because, you know, sometimes I would call down from Texas to check on her and see how she was. And some days will be better than others. Some moments will be better than others. And when she went on hospice, I I just, you know, figured, hey, you know what? She's she had stopped eating, but then started back eating. And I just, you know, didn't know how it was going to turn out. So over the past few days, you know, when I found myself maybe watching a movie or something, I also, you know, found myself like kind of crying a little bit out of one eye or the other eye and, you know, just, you know, I guess the sadness just coming out a little bit at a time. And sometimes, you know, people try to tell you how to grieve and how to deal with your loss. I mean, ultimately, it's a very personal thing. And some people, you know, display their feelings very outwardly, whereas other people, you know, it's more internal, intrinsic, and then they make decisions about, you know, how they're going to process their different stages of grief. So when I called my grandfather's ex-wife today, which is three days after the day of passing for both people, today is Friday. Three days before my birthday, mind you. Let's see, we got Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So my birthday is Monday. Anyway, so I called her today after coming from my hair appointment. And so we're talking and she's telling me how she's getting prepared to go to, to New Orleans. And, you know, oh, I'll be down there. And, you know, we talked. And so I just thought that they, she was going to visit New Orleans. And then she said, well, yeah, I'm trying to get everything ready for the service. And so I thought to myself, are you coming to my other grandmother's service? What are you, you know, what are you talking about? So then I asked, I said, so what, what do you mean? What service? And so she went on to tell me that uh, my uncle passed. And so then I thought about it and I said, well, what do you mean? I said, he just got out of the hospital. And so she went on to tell me the story and I'm just sitting there. I mean, I actually driving uh, in, in total dismay, shock, awe, thinking about a conversation I just had a few days ago. And uh, my cousin in Missouri, she was talking about, you know, how deaths come in three. And then someone told me the other day, oh, that, that myth has been dispelled. So anyway, it was, it's just quite interesting how that happened. I'll be right back. Welcome back from the commercial. This is your lovely host, Shanna. So as I was talking about the three people passing in a short period, uh, that has been true for most of my life or pretty much it has seemed like that is what happens. So briefly, we'll go over the five stages of grief. The first is denial. Basically, you are thinking in terms of 
no, not this person. This person couldn't leave because there's so much to be done or this person still needs to do that. Or I really just love this person so they can't go. Just denying that it really has happened. Oh, this person used to be so active and fun and all these things. So even though sometimes we do suffer with denial, not believing that it's true or that it has happened, we just have we have to work on finding a way to get through it and realizing that this is a natural course for all of our lives that eventually we'll all take the same path. The other thing is going to be anger. So certainly frustrated, angry, especially thinking, you know, why did this person leave me with these bills? Why did they leave me with the kids to take care of? Why did they leave me before my family was working well together? Why did they leave me now when I need them the most. And so sometimes people are angry in their process of grief, just thinking in terms of how things could have been if this or if that. And ultimately, uh, anger is unlimited and it can certainly affect your friends and your relationships. And it's very important to be careful and mindful of if you're feeling angry, who you show anger towards and whether or not that person is owed the anger that you're showing. And for people who are spiritual and definitely believe in a higher power, sometimes you might become angry at God. God, you know that I love this person. Why would you take this person away from me? Why now? Why? Apparently you don't love me. Maybe you're not real. Why, God, why are you so terrible? Why would you do this? So different people share different thoughts, different ideas, different feelings, uh, different aspects of anger. And sometimes the anger could be warranted, but sometimes it's totally unwarranted. It's just a part of a process that is natural in the grieving process. And so this could be, you know, losing any major thing in your life or a major person, someone who played a major role. So it's important to remember the good things, uh, the good uh, connection, the positive things uh, in the relationship that Remembering those positive things will help you to heal faster. But if you constantly think in terms of what's bad, what's terrible, what's not good, then it's going to, things will fester and it'll take longer for you to heal and to get better. So it's really important. It's okay to go through the phase of anger. However, it is also important to move through and beyond that. Another phase of grief is bargaining. So let's just think in terms of someone is sick and you know that they're very sick and, you know, 
uh, God, you know what? If, if you do this and I, I won't do this, if you keep this person alive, I promise I'll do this. Or if you take care of this person, then I'll do that. that. So bargaining, just trying, thinking in terms of committing yourself to different things, different acts, different activities. If in fact the person is spared from the almighty death. And so bargaining is, is natural. It's normal because we all want to feel like we have some level of control in this thing that we live called life. However, when it comes to something like this, often we, our control level is minimal. So want to want to work beyond or through the bargaining, but recognizing that the bargaining is not going to get us what we want. And ultimately, that is a person staying here and not going away. And sometimes what, what goes along with bargaining is guilt. So it's very important. Sometimes we feel like we didn't do right by a person and we're thinking, but you know what, if, if this person could stay longer, then I could make up for this or I could make up for that. And this is, you know, one of the reasons it's really important to love people while they're in your space. Care for them, do great things for them, show them love, commitment, care and understanding when they're in your space. As opposed to waiting until it's too late. When it becomes too late to communicate, to say I love you to show someone that you care, to show someone interest, to apologize for something you did. Don't wait until it's too late because guilt often hurts a lot of people. Another phase of grief is depression. So you've bargained and now you're here. And then you're feeling like you're at a loss. And then you're thinking, wow, what do I do now? You know, and even thinking of what you could have done and being very close to this person, you could definitely begin to feel depressed and there's different stages of depression and depression is just being extremely sad. I mean, putting it in layman's terms, just extremely sad. And, sometimes, and then at that point, sometimes you might withdraw from things you usually do. Maybe you clean up once a day. Now you're cleaning up once a week. Uh, maybe you cook five times a week. Now you're cooking two times a week. So kind of like being in a fog and just thinking in terms of now what? Now what do I do? So depression after loss is a normal and natural state of being. However, short-term, not long-term. And if you feel like you need someone to talk to, I would try, if possible, family first. And if you don't have supportive, positive family around you, then the next step, I would say, would be a therapist to sit with and kind of work through the five stages of grief with and Take your time to get to a better place. And the last step that we talk about here is going to be acceptance. So we talked about denial in the beginning, not 
believing that it's happening, anger, being angry at God, being angry at other people, being angry at yourself, being angry at the person for dying, bargaining, what can I say or do uh, so that we can be uh, have this person to stay here longer, depression, feeling extremely sad for a period, however, working through it and coming out of it, and lastly, acceptance. So accepting a loss is not the same as being okay with the loss. So accepting the loss means that you realize, wow, this is real. This has happened. And accepting the reality that the loss is true that the person and or the thing is physically gone and that this is a permanent situation. So that's something that you think in terms of, okay, now how do I fit into the world? How, how does my life continue to function without this person? So sometimes it's difficult for people to process and move forward to this time in life, the acceptance part. However, if you cannot move beyond, move into acceptance, it's possible that you're staying in depression and certainly, you know, should seek out a therapist or someone to talk to that can help you to realize that this is normal, this is natural, and that it happens to everyone. Anyone who is alive, this is going to be their end result. So, Acceptance is just accepting the fact that it's it's over. So the big thing, though, in acceptance is also realizing that you have the past or the history that was created with that person. And that was in conversations, communication, living a life in uh, experiential things that things that you experienced together, times that you saw them places you saw them, different things you did together. So acceptance is also remembering all the things that you experienced and letting that be what puts you or keeps you in peace. So in my own situation, I've been quite prayerful. And one of the activities that I personally did was I... The other day, as I mentioned to you, I had several things on my plate. So I wrote down, it was like seven or eight big rocks, if you will. And I wrote them down on a piece of paper. And I held the paper in my hand. And I prayed my best prayer. And then I balled the paper up. And I threw it in the trash can. And at that moment, I had given everything to God, everything to the universe, everything else to the higher power. And so my shoulders at that moment felt so light, so unburdened. And I don't know anything else that I could have enjoyed more than that moment. So for each of you, it'll take something different. However, if you find that you're entering a state of sadness, that is recurrent and not going away. My first suggestion is to talk to a valued family member, 
And secondarily, I would say seek out a therapist, somebody who's not going to judge you, someone who's going to be objective, and someone's who's, someone who's going to listen to any and everything that you have to say and help you to work through the stages of grief. So as I've outlined five stages of grief, there are different practitioners and or theorists uh, who give you different, different number of uh, stages of grief. Some say five, some say seven. There's even some that say 12. So I would say don't worry about five, seven, or 12, but focus more on your wellness and moving beyond the loss while being able to positively reflect on all of the positive and good experiences that you've had with whomever or whatever it is that you have lost. So this is Shanna Trahan, your wonderful host. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope that we've explored something great together and that you've learned something you did not know yesterday. So I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Ta-ta. It was lovely having you join us. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe below and like us. Check out our blog at trayhantherapycenter.com. Remember, every day is a holiday. Treat yourself with a copy of the book at thetrayhantherapycenter.com and share one with a friend. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend too. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.